Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That was a bloodbath. It was embarrassing. It was ugly. I didn't Uh, see that coming. um, You know, E.B., when you you say that, I, I... I saw a loss coming. I didn't see a complete domination. I, I, right. Cakes, you obviously watch this team throughout the regular season a lot, like I do. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of, you know, just almost pay attention late in the season and, and the playoffs, wh- whatever the situation is. When you're down 2-0 and you're home and you're playing your first playoff game in 10 years, you're going to be desperate. You're going to be amped up. That's an atmosphere that I don't want to say it's as similar to Nassau Coliseum for the Islanders, which the Caps may face next series, but it is kind of similar in some regard because they can tailgate, they can get all liquored up in the parking lot for many hours before, and that is a really, really raucous environment. I expected them to lose. I expected them to not look good, especially after the first two games, which I did not think were great for the Capitals. I did not expect a 5 nothing beat. People should check out the latest from Chris Russell on the FanDC.com. Caps get rocked in Raleigh, and usually you do like a five stars bit on your column. But last night's game was so disastrous. Yeah. You gave out your five duds, and leading the list was Christian Juice, who uh, did not have a good game. His turnover led to the first goal by the Hurricanes. Had another turnover later that led to a quality scoring chance, so... Tough game for the young defenseman last night in Raleigh. Yeah, and it has been, you know, really since his thigh surgery. I mean, he just has not looked good. Uh, missed significant time. I think maybe came back a little bit too early. Has not played well defensively. Has looked slow and sluggish. Remember last year, EB and Cakes, you know, he settled down into a third defensive pair with Brooks Orpik, game two of the Columbus series, and they never looked back. And, and, and look, Brooks can cover up a lot of defensive mistakes that a young kid like Juice is going to make, but Juice was really confident on the offensive end. Uh, he can move the puck. He can skate. He can stick handle. You've seen very, very, very little of that, even though he was on the ice for the Game 2 winner, uh, along with Orpik, and Todd Reardon said, hey, look, you know, look, he's not going to play on special team, not going to play on power play, not going to play on special team, on shorthand. Okay, that's understandable. I want to roll my four lines, and I want to roll my three defensive pairs in a third-period game where we're not chasing uh, and, you know, an overtime situation. Well, you know, you you can't put a kid out there consistently if he's going to cough up the puck, and again, that first goal, I don't want to say it totally changed momentum because the Capitals were skating well, they were passing well, they were moving the puck well, they were doing everything well, but it puts them down one nothing, and then the Ovechkin fight, and it was basically downhill from there. Yeah, Rooster, the only thing Caps fans are going to remember years from now is the fight yeah. between Ovi and Svechnikov. Was this something that just escalated quickly in game three or is this something that from the outset of the series that these guys have been going back and forth and it was building and it finally reached a crescendo last night with the fight yeah i mean at times cakes in 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 the in the first two games uh there was some a little bit of back and forth uh you you know clearly svechnikov 
uh, it, it certainly I it looks up to respects idolizes whatever you want to label it as Alex Ovechkin right why wouldn't he and he's a really really good player but I would say maybe this probably started in Svechnikov's mind when Alex dump trucked him in the corner in game two uh, which was in my opinion one of the great plays of game two where Ovechkin kind of poke checks the puck away at the Carolina offensive blue line races down the ice and goes into a battle with Svechnikov and then again kind of drills him into the corner boards and, and then gets a scoring chance out of it. So maybe that's where that started. And then Svechnikov kind of instigated it a little bit last night on the ice. They're kind of poking. They, you know, throw a hand at each other, a little, I guess, you know, a little punch, whatever you want to call it. And then you see Svechnikov you know, basically say you want to go or let's go or whatever he said. I mean, you could clearly see that. So he's encouraging the fight. Now, again, this is hockey culture. I, you know, look, I, you never, both of these guys are never, probably never going to fight again. Right? I mean, especially with the bottom line result. I would just say this. I, I know we're hailing Alex Ovechkin as a conquering hero for what he did to the poor kid. And I know he doesn't want the kid hurt. But but I got to be honest with you, and this is why I put Ovechkin as as, star, as, as dud number four last night. Taking that five minute major, I don't want Alex Ovechkin off the ice for five minutes, and especially the Caps had a power play right after that, down one zero, and they've already been struggling on their power play, and he wasn't able to be on that power play. So to me, I had a little bit of a problem with it, quite honestly. Right. Joined by Chris Russell, Caps Insider for 106.7 The Fan, presented by PVI Office Furniture. Now, it's kind of a weird quirk in the schedule that they have an extra day off down in Raleigh. Do you think it's better or worse for the Caps that they've got the extra day to kind of like stew on that loss? Mm-hmm. Or is it better for them as far as more preparation for Game 4, extra practice time? Where do you come down on that? Quite honestly, I think it's better and I heard what you said before I came on and I understand getting into a natural flow and a rhythm every other night all that that all makes sense but but to me when you have a loss this bad and at this time of the year it gives Todd Reardon a chance to give these guys the day off not that they absolutely needed it for crying out loud they just had Sunday off right but you you get a chance to get physically strong and then mentally strong tomorrow, Wednesday, during practice, when they'll go hard, and then the game day skate on Thursday morning. It just, yeah, you'd like to get back on the bike again. I got that. But to me, at this time of the year, if you can have time to make the adjustments that they have not been able to make in some cases, not only last night, but also um you know, throughout the series, quite honestly, they have to. They have to get better at generating offense at five on five. They have to stay out of the box. They're killing themselves. They have to get this power play going. They have a lot to fix here, fellas. This isn't just one bad loss, one anomaly. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative. I, I watched the, these games, you know, very intently, games one and two. And then last night, and, and, and again, I don't want to say I saw five nothing beatdown coming. But I kind of saw one-sided game coming into last night, and that's what we got. So they have a lot of issues. So you didn't see something where necessarily they made some drastic adjustments and kind of shocked the Caps. You saw this as sort of inevitable, the way they played in the first two games, that a loss could be coming. 
Yeah, EB, uh, and I'm 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 not trying to be a, again a jerk like mm-hmm. so many people accuse me of with the Redskins. I, I, I'm just being honest with you. The, first of all, the Caps' power play has been dreadful since the first two chances where right. they were left wide open and they got two easy goals. And give them credit. Since then, they're 0 for 10, and they have five five power play opportunities, guys, without a shot on goal. Entire power plays without a shot on goal. You can't win in this league at that pace and at that rate. And then if you look at just how the first five, six, seven minutes of last night's game uh, uh, un, uh, you know, developed is what he wanted to say in English, the Caps were skating well, they were passing well, they were moving through the neutral zone. After the fight, and after that first goal, and the fight was quickly after the first goal, they couldn't skate through the neutral zone. They couldn't pass the puck. They had bad puck possession, turnovers. They had obviously no shots on goal. What was the final number? 45, 13, whatever it was. They went 23-plus minutes without a shot on goal. Right. 23 plus. So How does that happen? What's actually happening why we can't get well, the shots I, off? Because here's the problem. And everybody internally celebrates this with the Capitals. I just don't get it. I, I don't know. I've been watching hockey for 38 years, whatever it is. They preach quality over quantity. I'm a quantity over, not quality, quantity over quality guy, but I'm a quantity and quality guy, if that makes sense. See, they they want to set up the pretty play. They want to set up the backdoor feed. Like you see a lot of times they've adjusted their power play in the postseason where they'll have Oshie in the high center slot, right, normal. They'll have Ovechkin in his office, but then they'll put Backstrom, instead of being basically on the wing in the other faceoff dot and on the other sidewall, they'll put him right in front of the net, and they're looking for the perfect feed and the backdoor feed which is really hard to defend when you can connect. The problem is, is that it's really hard to connect, and they fire a lot of shots wide. They were fourth in the NHL in the regular season in missed shots, and I can't tell you how many missed shots of the net they've had in this series. I have to count them up. I have to look on the NFL, on the official NHL website. It's a ton. I know it's at least 10 on all of these power play opportunities that I'm talking about. So Carolina has adjusted their game. We knew they were a speed and transition game. What they've done, and if you look at one of the power plays last night, is they were pressuring the puck. They were structurally sound. They were moving. They were skating. They were moving their legs. And the Caps are just like, and they can't move and they can't pass and they're not moving their legs, and then all of a sudden, when you don't have those passing lanes, Carolina can just swallow and gobble them up, and they can't get shots or attempts off. Chris, we're a little bit out from it, but do you see any lineup changes for Reardon heading into Game 4? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, you know, he made the big one last night, going from Verona uh, back to the from the third line to the second line, which we saw late in Game 2, and putting Haglin on, uh, on line 3. I wonder, wonder whether they, to try and get Kuznetsov really untracked, if they go back to, and, and, and I know it's weird to say this because Backstrom and Ovechkin have been so good offensively for the most part, you know, last night aside, I wonder if they try and ignite Kuznetsov, playoff Kuzi, as I like to call him, by putting Kuzi back with Ovechkin and Wilson, which was the successful pairing or, or I guess grouping uh, during last year's Stanley Cup playoff run. To me, I think 
again, to ignite the face off, uh, the, the power play, and more importantly, the five-on-five offense, and to get more generation of, of ch- chances. To me, Evgeny Kuznetsov is the guy that they've got to find a way to get back to what he was last year. And it hasn't been that way for much of the season. It was much better after February 1st. It was great in the first month of the season. But Cakes, EB, he was half dead for about three months of the regular season. And so far, yeah, a couple of assists, great. Okay. I need him to be a different level, a different notch. So maybe that's the adjustment that he makes Todd Reardon for game four. Rooster, welcome to playoff hockey. Six of the eight series currently are 2-1, and the only outliers are the Pittsburgh Islander series yeah. and Tampa Bay Columbus. <laughs> Those are both shocking at 3-0. Uh, but, you know, six of the eight are 2-1 exactly where the Caps are. So I don't think Caps fans, you know, need to, you know, panic yeah. or or worry at this point. And now I, if they look the same way in game four as they did in game three, right. then panic sets I in. Agree, I agree with you. There, And that's why I think that the extra day off is good because Todd is smart. Todd is going to get them – you know, he's going to get them more responsible defensively, and that probably means less of juice uh, and more of the other guys. So they're going to have a heavier rotation of minutes. Now, it'll be a quick turnaround from game four to game five, so you kind of worry about that. But they'll be fresh legs, so they'll be able to adjust that. And then, again, I think more forecheck and, you know, a more aggressive offensive counter to what Carolina was throwing at them last night and, parts of you know the, the the first three games of this series i think the capitals will be fine i know i'm negative this morning i think i have a right to be based hmm. on what i've seen but i i think the extra day off will help this team we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 